This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. You're listening to a Joycast from GLBTIQ Community Radio Station. Joy 94.9. News, views, interviews and discussion. All from a GLBTI point of view. Gay Newsweek on Joy 94.9. What exists in every corner of the world? Embraced and celebrated in some countries. But is illegal in 76. What is hidden for fear of public shame? Imprisonment. Torture or in seven countries even even the death penalty what tears families apart what makes people confront brutal violence on a daily basis what simple trait gets people treated as second class citizens everywhere they go what gets children kicked out of homes students bullied and expelled from schools and workers fired from jobs without warning What has existed in every country throughout history? But some people still consider abnormal. The answer? Being gay. Being lesbian. Bisexual. Transgender. All over the world, millions of people face violence and discrimination just for being who they are. Every nation is obligated by international human rights law to protect all lesbian, gay, bisexual and transgender people from torture, discrimination and violence. The United Nations has one simple message to the millions of LGBT people around the world. You are not alone. You are not alone. LGBT rights are human rights. LGBT rights are human rights. Together, we will build a world. We will build a world that is free and equal. And that was the online video clip from the Born Free and Equal campaign, which is an initiative of the United Nations Human Rights Office. So to discuss this particular new campaign, we have on the line... Cecile Pooley. I hope I've pronounced that right. Are you there, Cecile? Hi, I'm fine. How are you doing? Good. And Cecile is uh, from the media office at the United Nations in Geneva. First off, um, where did the inspiration for this campaign come from? What was actually driving the announcement of this last week? Well, first we issued a report in December 2011, which was the first ever official UN report on violence and discrimination against LGBT uh, people. And we thought the next step is really to raise more awareness um, regarding all the discrimination and the violence uh, that LGBT people face throughout the, uh, the world. And so that's why we decided to, visit, to, to launch this unprecedented uh, global campaign. It's an amazing uh, an amazing announcement and an important step in taking a global focus on GLBTI uh, rights. But how do you go about influencing the countries where LGBTI people are the most oppressed? Some of the scenes we're seeing out of Russia at the moment, some of the stories we hear out of some of the African nations. How do you go about getting that message through there? 
Well, of course, there's a lot to be done. Um, there is, of, of course, a need to engage into a conversation to change people's minds, people's hearts, obviously, so they get to understand better the lives LGBT people live through the eyes of LGBT people, so they have a better understanding of what they, uh, what they face. And, of course, there is also a, a need for legal reforms in over 76 countries um, in the world. Um, consensual same-sex relationships are still being criminalised, so there's a lot of work that needs to be done. We here on Gay Newsweek, as a gay and lesbian broadcaster, cover a lot of the very bad stories that occur around the world in the GLBTI international community on a regular basis. How much do you think a campaign like this will influence those countries that are so far behind the rest of the world to catch up? Well, we really do uh, hope that they will start engaging people, I mean, everyday people, into a conversation. So they start to understand um, the, the need for more equality for LGBT people. After all, uh, LGBT people are just people. They have basic rights, and these human rights really are universal. Everyone, whoever they are, wherever they live, are entitled to those same rights. And that includes lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, and intersex people. No one should be attacked and discriminated against just because of their sexual orientation or gender identity. So we're hoping, we know this conversation um, is not necessarily easy in some parts of the world and changing attitudes is never easy. That takes time, but we really need to engage this conversation. And certainly it appears that a number of the countries uh, are not complying with the Universal Declaration of Human Rights and a number of other instruments that have been put out and signed off on in the United Nations. And so that level of international pressure must uh, at least start an impetus for change in some of these places. Uh, absolutely. We've been extremely vocal on this issue. Um, and um, as I mentioned, not only um, same-sex relationships are being criminalized in 76 countries in the world, but at least in at least five countries, um, same-sex relationships are punishable by death. So there is really quick action that is needed and more lobbying. But I think it's also happened not only at the diplomatic level, but at, uh, as well uh, um, at the level of the public at large. So that's why we need really um, this campaign to engage um, a maximum of people. And we really hope our um, initiative as well uh, online uh, will have um, echo and will have a lot of impact. So Cecile, what, how will you go about um, having that impact, both at a legal uh, level um, internationally, but also in terms of public education? Yeah, absolutely. What we're trying to do is uh, prepare an, an online campaign on social media and engage people at the national level to engage themselves into um, their own dynamic and their own conversation. Uh, we will be uh, promoting, we have a, a video that has already been released, which is called The Riddle, um, but there are also a number of series of films interviewing family members of LGBT people around the world so they can tell their story with their own words and explain what their situation is like and and so we can understand their life but as well um, through through their own wording but as well through the eyes of their mothers, fathers, brothers, sisters, um, you know, their families who are as well impacted by the discrimination that is faced by LGBT people. And certainly in terms of campaigning we know here that using our straight allies as a force for change is a really important way forward. Now the riddle is the 
the audio piece that we played for you at the beginning of this segment, uh, which is the audio piece I referred to. And I actually noticed at least one of the other pieces that are up online. So we're going to put that up on um, our feed and uh, circulate that through the Joy Networks um, here in the station. So what can our people that are listening to this either on the broadcast web stream or podcast do to interact with this initiative? Well, I think they can help um, the video being seen by as many people as possible and as well try to discuss um, around them with people they know and engage into that very important conversation. Why do LGBT people deserve equality and what can they do at their own level to change um, preconception, misconceptions about LGBT people worldwide, but as well at a very national and local level? All right. Thank you very much for taking the time, Cecile Pooley, from the Human Rights Office of the United Nations in Geneva for chatting with us about this fantastic initiative that certainly we here at Gay News Week support. News and current affairs from a bent perspective. This is Gay News Week on Joy 94.9. To find out more about Joy 94.9, check out joy.org.au. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.